Help me out here. Hey, 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 hey. Recording here. We got video recording. We got audios recording. Should I wear my hat backwards so my face is in the dark? Plus, it makes me look super hip. You're super jacked. I look so jacked right now. Makes you look like a meathead. (sighs) Do I look? Just flex the entire time. (laughs) Your face is. Just trying to look. How are we doing today? How are we going? We're recording already. Already recording. How are we doing? (laughs) Okay, how are you? Good. So, welcome back to the Help Me Out Here podcast. We're just chilling today. This is episode. Can you guess? I don't watch your podcast. I'm gonna go right, with, delete. I'm gonna go with 14. This is 19. Oh, it was close. Five off. Okay, five off. We are chilling in Denver, Colorado. I'm here with my bandmate and one of my best boys, Brady Irvin Mueller. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say my middle name. <laughs> I absolutely knew. Why that do you coming. think your parents named you Irvine? Uh, it's actually after my great grandpa. Well, his now, middle name was Irvin. Now I feel bad that I asked. <laughs> Okay, he was a jungin. <laughs> he was a wild Buford. Wild. Yeah, so we're in Denver. We uh, what venue? We're at the Marquis. The Marquis. Marquis. Yeah. What? How do you feel about Denver? I love Denver, honestly. I have a lot of friends here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we have. I think it's a younger crowd here. So yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. We have our friend Roman. Yeah. Who was out on our last tour with us? He was playing drums for Capture. Yeah. Him and his lady came. Couple of the guys from Sorry No Sympathy. I know Blaze watches this. Yeah. So shout out to Blaze. Hi, Blaze. He left a message on the podcast a couple oh, times. Oh, we have to listen He's to it. He's a beautiful boy. And then, yeah, we're just hanging. We got Peter in here with us, our videographer extraordinaire. Yeah. And Pete's we're just chilling in our green room. Pete's so I wanted to do a podcast with my, my boy Brady because I've been playing music with you since I was. How old are we? I think we were. I was 15, but you're older than me. So you were 16, maybe? Yeah, we were 15 or 16. Run run us through how we started <laughs> playing music together. Like our first encounter? Yeah. Like just, with each other? Sure, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so we, if I remember right, we were going to the same church at the time, and uh, we played a worship set together. Yeah. And then I saw you at Menards like a week later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's where you used to work. You used to work at Menards. I pushed cards. Yeah. And oh. you were out pushing carts with your stupid little glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember thinking you were such a nerd. But then you came up to my parents' vehicle and you were just like, hey, I'm Zach. Because <laughs> well, we, I recognized yeah, you guys, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we hadn't really, like, talked much, I don't think. We just played, like, one yeah. worship set it together. It was just like, hey, how you doing? I'm Brady. I'm Zach. Don't yeah. Well, so I was going to... A different church and then my family and I we decided to leave that church and go to the church you were going to yeah and um I met the youth pastor Marshall and he was like hey do you play guitar I was like yeah he's like you want to play next week I was like yeah so that's like our that's first sick. time we ever played together it was it was I actually really didn't fast. know that I didn't know that yeah Marshall was like he just believed in me right away never heard me play an instrument he's like you want to play on the worship team boy heck yeah that's so awesome. yeah that's how we started jamming together clearly we were desperate I had an Epiphone Les Paul and my my red Marshall MG half stack. <laughs> the red Why? half stack. Why I did I have that? I don't know. So bad. It was terrible. It looked sick, though. <laughs> it looked so sick. <laughs> Hot rod red, baby. Come on. Oh. Good times. It had um, white knobs, didn't it? I think it did. It had old school looking knobs. Yeah. It was goofy. Goof. Um. 
So I have some questions for you. All right. I just want to get into some convos. So what originally got you into playing music? And did you always start? Did you start with drums? Yeah. Okay. This is like, this is going to make me sound way like I should be way better (laughs) than I am because I started when I was four. Um, I just remember my dad always having a drum set in our house, like in our basement, because my dad used to play drums when he was young and then just kind of fell off of it. And then um, I just picked it up naturally, I guess. I would watch the the worship drummer like every week at church, and then I'd come home and just try to mimic what he did. Yeah. And I never took a lesson, which was dumb, because I think I should have. It would have helped me like progress faster, but... Totally. Um... Yeah, I've just always played drums. I and then I picked up piano a little bit in college, but mm-hmm. that's pretty much where I'm at. That's cool. Yeah, you're always like harder on yourself about drums <laughs> than everybody around you. Cause like we'll get done with a set, and somebody will come up to me and be like, they won't be like, dude, good job playing guitar. They'll be like, dude, your guys' drummer, <laughs> which is slays. I'm like, so, thanks, brother. So awful. Well, you're. I feel like in our music as Earth groans. Also, if you're hearing this background sound. Someone's just shredding. Yeah, upstairs. I can't tell. Let's look at the levels if we stop talking. It's pretty a quiet. Little bit. Yeah, you can hear it a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, it's probably not going to be too loud for them. We'll just have to ignore it. Mm-hmm. The local band is not checking. Yeah. It's kind of a hurricane of noises. Yeah. But I feel like in Earthgrown's music, you are the most complex thing by far. Because oh. I'm playing power chords. I don't I don't know <laughs> anything about guitar, so it's I not, don't know. How it's not that difficult, but... The, it makes it fun because I can like move around a lot on stage and still play pretty well. Yeah. But you have to like shred. We're kind of like all counting on you. Mm. Is that, is it like, <laughs> is it hard knowing that like the bands, all the pressures kind of on you? Um, I don't really notice it unless I mess something up terribly. And then I, I like, I feel like you guys will get mad at me because you guys rely on me, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's not that I, I think about it until I mess up. Okay. And I feel like we all now, as of last tour, we all have in-ear monitors now. Yeah. So it feels like a lot more cohesive and like as we, I feel like we're a team more now because in the past three or four years that we've been touring, like if anything went wrong, we would all just look back at you because we were like, did the tracks mess up? Yeah. What happened? Did we lose power? But now yeah. it's like if something goes wrong, we're all like conscious. Yeah. So we I all feel <laughs> like maybe that took a little pressure. We off. have that. What's what's our our. Uh, like are safe to say that oh like someone like someone's ears aren't working don't we tap our head or something oh we had a we had a rule for that we had like we check them all at the beginning and just get, give you like a rock yeah, and roll sign yeah. if they're working yeah but I feel luckily like, nothing has gone wrong yet yeah we haven't had a bad experience with the ears yet and I think in all of our time as a band I think we've only restarted a song twice one yeah. of them was easily my fault we played one show where my wireless came unplugged at the very beginning of a song. Oh, I, I could not that. get it back in. I forgot about that. Then we that. started the song again and it happened again. Yeah. So we so started then you just the same plugged song in, over right? Yes. Yeah, so you just screwed the wireless and you were like Luckily that was in like our first 6 months of being a band. Yeah, so no, one no one really cared. cared. We weren't playing for oh, If that happened now, I don't know what I would do. I'd be people. so mad. So I have duct tape all over my stuff. <laughs> you do have the most amount of duct tape that I've ever seen on anybody's stuff. Oh, I was such an idiot. It's awesome. Okay, so have you always been into metal music? No. Yeah. You actually got me into it. Yeah. Like, um, after I met you, you know, we were in that worship, like, collective band for, like, a, a while. 
what was that like two years and then we joined yeah. our old band type a alert type a alert go look it up <laughs> yeah please um but yeah I, like before that i hadn't ever listened to metal like in in like i guess underground metal you know mm-hmm. I, I i would listen to like pantera if yeah. that's considered metal but i think it is yeah yeah so I would, like I would what what pantera. did you like what kind of music did you first start playing drums in what did you like to play before you started playing heavy music i played a lot of usher Usher? Like a lot. Nice. That's groovy. Yeah. I loved the groove and just like gospel chop drumming was like right up my alley. I loved being able to incorporate the foot as like, like where you would normally play like a linear Tom fill. Mm -hmm. Like you can break it up so much with your, with your kick drum. And it just like, I thought that was like so cool and I sucked at it. So it like (laughs) made me like want to get so good at it. Yeah. So I feel like that's a, hard style to break into anyway being good whereas yeah. i feel like you can play some metalcore and it's pretty simple especially yeah. older metalcore that's just breakdowns yeah and like it's the complex part all of the, the kick fill, drum. yeah all the fills are like super linear too like you're not and they always end with the china yep <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah nothing's too complex when you go back pretty far but yeah that's cool yeah and now you're a shredder now I shred. Shredded cheesy Brady boy. <laughs> <laughs> Little pom pom. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about your opinions being in a touring band. What are the best parts of being in a touring band? And for you, what are the worst parts? <laughs> Come on, brother. <laughs> you know, Give me the good. The <laughs> best parts of being in a touring band. Yeah. Well, the shows are sick. Like, even if it's like you're playing for 10 people. Those 10 people usually, like, come and hang out with you after and, like, talk to you, which is cool. I like that yeah, aspect of it. For sure. Um, so the show is definitely, but that's, I mean, that's a given. Like, we d- we do this for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, just traveling for free, honestly. Like, I never thought I would see half of the things I've seen in, in my life. Um, Our drive today. Yeah. Like, through Utah. Oh, you just feel so small all the time. I like, love it. And the world is definitely not flat. It's not flat. We've driven a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. I love being in this part of the country where there's mountains and clouds and yeah. green. So many colors and different kinds of people, too. Yeah, so many culture shocks, too, at first. like when I, I guess when I first joined the band, I was like a diva. I was a hardcore diva. I needed oh, yeah, to shower baby. like every day. I needed to like have everything clean all the time which i i still am like a clean freak when it comes to our van and stuff but like i feel, I feel like, like we're like, all more like that now but it's balanced yeah it's like organized except for jeremy he's yeah gross. jeremy's disgusting <laughs> jeremy chooses not to jeremy shower when we have showering out yeah we've been on tour for three weeks yeah wait two times two, two times two and one of the times was last night because we basically made him but he doesn't so. stink yeah all he of us can too get clean. stinky booties yeah, I get a stinky Studios, little honestly. ass on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's got a special bod. Or yeah. he doesn't get too too starky. I, I don't understand it. I'm not I'm not gifted in that aspect. I, I smell that bad. Aspect. That aspect. Right. So <laughs> what's the what's some of the worst parts then? Um, balancing your own emotions at the same time as keeping the peace with the other four personality types in your van. You know, because right. you're in the van, like a small space for hours and hours and hours for months. 
And um, yeah, that was a big growing, big growing up. I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, like, yeah, you've grown a lot in that area. And I feel like out of all of us in the band, I feel like you've grown the most in that area. (laughs) Because the most immature to start. Maybe, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'm still, I still struggle with a lot of that stuff, but because we were getting way more arguments in the beginning of touring. And now it's like, we all pretty much just understand each other because we've spent so much time together. Yeah. So we know how to like push each other's buttons, which teaches us how to not do that. Yeah. So the goal is to and I'm a do that at the pusher. right times. I know how. Sometimes it's fun. To do it. To yeah, blow. you gotta. You have to know what mood that person's in. Yeah. And whether or not they can take a sarcastic remark. Yeah. Or if you should just shut up. It's a yeah. balancing game. Yeah. So I guess the bad parts of tour make you have really good parts of tour. I guess. Yeah. Because you learn from the bad parts. Mm-hmm. Like each time, you're just like. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, you I, know what I'm trying to say. I think I think everybody's going to understand what you're trying to say. Because it's like being in pretty much any relationship where yeah. you're around somebody a lot. You just learn. You, you see, start to see their quirks. Like it becomes a person becomes so much more transparent when you're around them for a long period of time. So I know what makes Caden mad. I know what makes Jeremy mad, you mad, me mad. And that can help me love you guys better. Yeah. But then we also make mistakes where we're just having a bad day, and then grace comes in. Yeah, well, which is awesome. Well, we're good I, about that. Yeah, though. what I love about our band is the the forgiveness factor. Like we always, like yesterday, you and I got in a little spat for like two minutes. <laughs> spat. Yeah, you know, like I I like chirped at you for like a little bit, and then I, you know, we just we just got, let it go. Yeah, fast, you bro. just you get over it, you know, and you love the person where they're at, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that is that is cool because. We hear so many stories about bands breaking up over drama. Yeah. We don't really have Which is crazy to me. We're only dramatic if we're hungry. (laughs) Right. That's true. We were all hungry today. Yeah. Today could have been a very bad deal. But But we got some burritos. Luckily, those two. Illegal Pete's today? Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's. They have a starving artist program that hooks it up. So sick. And we are starving. So. All right, Brady. Yeah. Next on the list. Yeah. Hit me with it. Also, this local band, Soundcheck. It's that you can definitely hear it. Here, let's this. not talk for a couple seconds. Okay. I was barely picking that barely. up. Barely. Okay. I nice. I think you know what? These guys, mics are good. If you can hear that just I mean, whatever. Yeah, this is the soundtrack of our lives right now. Yeah, We're in a we live hear this music every video. single day. Yeah, all this day is long. actually what tour is like. This it's is hard tour. to find silence. Yeah. Um but yeah. So my next question yeah, hit is me. Tell us some of your funniest moments on tour. Let's hear it, brother. Uh, when you told me you were going to ask me this question, I had no idea. This is the first. only question I prepared Brady for yeah. because I wanted good answers. I honestly think the funniest tour story that I can think right now off the top of my head would be we are driving, I don't even know where. Middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. Like this, we had to find a gas station that was so far away. Oh, that's all the main thing that I can remember. But Zach pissed in a cup (laughs) okay so in our old van we had slide windows in the very back by the bunks and i was in the bottom and i was just reading i remember i was reading and (laughs) i was in the passenger seat yeah zach was in the passenger seat and this was before we had a urinal in our van and uh uh, shout out to sue for the urinal (laughs) um but so he pissed in a cup and 
didn't have a lid for it, so he's just like, "Oh, I'm just gonna we're we're against littering in our band." So I just did a little shoe shank. Yeah, he did a little, a little shot. Shot shank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no redemption though, right? Because <laughs> no redemption on this shot shank. <laughs> but the slide window was open because I liked the breeze, <laughs> the Brady breeze, the Brady breeze, and the piss. Came back around and just <laughs> covered me. Oh, all over your face. All over my face, my book, my phone, my clothes. It was a lot. It was a lot of pee-pees. A lot of pee. And uh, I just remember being in the front of the van and you being like, tell me that was water. Tell me. I was like, it was water. You're like, did you just piss on my face? <laughs> well, at first I couldn't tell because it didn't, I, I couldn't smell anything. Yeah. And then I like got up and shut the window. And I like wiped my face and I like smelled it. And I was like, that is 100% urine. <laughs> like, Oopsie. So I was like, guys, we got to pull over now. That was my bad. And I took a shower in a gas station sink. Literally <laughs> got inside of it. Yeah. Um, sink hop. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was funny. That was funny. Luckily, after I got mad. over it. Yeah. yeah. It was, I wasn't mad, I don't think. I was, was more, it was shock. more just like what just happened yeah <laughs> and i can't be mad because it was so funny like yeah. if i would have been on the outs i would have been crying <laughs> i would have been crying so hard <laughs> that was, was so really funny, funny. yeah what, um, what about you i don't i mean what's what's something that you can think of because i can't yeah that's like a big one for me okay and that the was hardest. in like our first two years of touring yeah that was a long time ago that yeah. was when we had tom as our fill-in base yeah so caden didn't get to experience that one yeah caden was not there the hardest I have ever laughed on tour was 4th of July two years ago. Oh, no. I forgot when about When we these. got the idea to buy bottle rockets. <laughs> and we were just all – we were driving to Michigan overnight. It was dark. Yeah. It was like midnight. It just turned July 4th, midnight. Yeah. And we were just all pumped. We were so stoked. We had bottle rockets in the van. So we pull <laughs> off into this vacant parking lot in the middle of nowhere. Like it was a <laughs> warehouse – just in the countryside. It was dark. It was so dark. so dark. There was one street lamp far away. And we just wanted to fire off some bottle rockets. And I don't know how it led to this, but we got the idea to fire one out of your butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> so I have it all on video. You're hunched over on all fours. Your pants are down. Bottle rockets stuck in your butt crack. And Caden like, is like, what does he say? You look like a pig ready for roast. Yeah. <laughs> and then he lights it and you're like, the fuse starts burning. It's like, shh, shh, shh. Like the sparks are flying onto your butt crack. And you're like, ah, ah, ah. And you clench. You start getting up and you clench so the bottle rocket doesn't leave. And it blows up in your butt crack. <laughs> it was lighting my butt hair on fire. <laughs> and so it just, hurt real bad. I've never seen an Olympic athlete take off as fast as you Dude, did. Dude, I could have beat Usain Bolt that day. <laughs> 110%. You could have. Oh. oh, but... So we reviewed that video because I'm filming everything, just crying of laughter. And right as it explodes, the light, the, if you pause it right as the light of the butt crack bottle rocket explodes, you see Jeremy in the very background oh, with tears. his fingers in his ears and he's just smiling so happy. Just Jeremy is terrified of loud noises. Absolutely terrified. So he just plugs his ears all the time. That freeze frame. Oh. If I remember, I'm gonna go. You back sent it in the edit. group chat, and I cried. I oh. remember just laughing so hard. I think that might be the hardest I've laughed in my whole life. Yeah, and then the year after we did the the goose. Oh yeah, we did it again last year. Yeah, but at a public park, 
and we were lighting off tons of fireworks yeah. and the, the cops came over on a boat <laughs> on a boat because we were by a lake so we had to run and hide behind trees and yeah stuff. and then we had to do the butt crack shooting really fast yeah that one did launch out but we never knew where it went no it didn't explode in the air it just burnt so much of my body yeah so get me in the van if we, yeah yeah we got a famous saying from brady because right after it burned his butt he's like Get me in the van. I was upset. <laughs> yeah. Because it burnt so much in my butt. It, it did. But uh, it's in it's in last year's 4th of July vlog. So it yeah. is. You can see all these things. They're yeah. on video. Unfortunately yeah. for some people. Unfortunately for me. Oh, those, are, those are things like they seem probably so stupid on the outside. But I will like always cherish those moments. Yeah. Those are some of my favorite memories. Yeah. I, I'm Because so we usually don't this. play shows on those days. So it's just like. Hang out. We're just hanging, just chilling. And we finally get to have fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have a lot of questions. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to Oh, them. let's just speed. What are, um, let's see. Oh, this, I like this one. What are some of the most important things to you completely aside from music? Unrelated to music, what, what means something to you? Shoot, dude. Uh, I guess, I mean, you know this, but my family is, like, super important to I me. I knew you were going to say that first. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, my dad and I and my, well, actually like all my family, we're super close, but I'm really close with my dad and, uh, I guess I'm getting really close with my little brother now too. Um, I have an adopted little brother. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, four or three years ago, actually on 420, uh, God bless, God bless, uh, God bless. On 420, <laughs> we adopted my little brother, Ryan, and he was 11 when we adopted him. And um, before that, we had fostered him for, I think, two years. And then before that, we had babysat him for like three years. So just off and on the babysitting. But um, he came from a pretty messed up home situation. And it sucked for me to see the extent of his issues. Um, and at first it was very hard. Like I, I struggled with just like loving him completely because he had a bunch of issues and a bunch of anger and like, I didn't understand it because I had a great upbringing and, um, it was just really hard for me to like grasp exactly what he was feeling or what he was thinking in his head. And, um, but I feel like now him and I just are just buds. Like I still get, you know, like you still get upset with your siblings, you know, he still annoys me sometimes, but yeah. he's the best little dude in the entire world. He's so sweet. Hands down. I he, love when he comes to our shows. In he's Omaha. such a helper. Like he would help us load gear if yeah. you want, like, <laughs> like if he could. Guy. Yeah. He's going to be like such a cool dude. Yeah. He's going to be the best little dude. I think it's amazing that your parents were willing to do that after already raising four kids. Yeah. And just helping, yeah. just totally changing somebody else's life yeah. at their own expense. I, that's so cool. Your parents are awesome. Yeah, my parents, like, I remember them. they sat us down as a family, like, when they were thinking about just fostering him. And they were like, yo, what do you guys think of this? And we were all like, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, let's do it, you know, not knowing what we were getting into. And then two months into it, we were <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, what did we agree to? You know, like my parents were like 100% on board still. But like us siblings were like, no, this kind of sucks. Like this kid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but he like, you just have to understand everything. Caden's <laughs> okay, filming, filming us, us for his Instagram. Don't follow him. And if you are, unfollow him. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
laughs> he's just laughing. Oh, he's got the cutest. Uh, will you giggle. hand me Caden's coffee, actually? <laughs> Let's take a couple sips. Thank you so much, Caden Burton. For your spilled donation. all over me. That's what I get for stealing. Caden, thank you so much for truly helping us out here. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. what do you think, like? And he's playing drums now, and he's killing. oh, he is. He's killing it. Does he have an electric kit? Uh, no, he just has a snare drum. He's doing school band, but cool. he does have the drum kit that um I have at my parents' house. So he gets to mess on that. Yeah, whenever, dude, that's awesome. sick. What what in like what makes your family so good at family time? Because a lot, a lot of families just don't do that. They don't spend that time together. What, yeah. What is it about the Mueller family that values that so much? Why Why is it like that? Do you know? We're super, like, blunt, um, upfront people. Oh, like, you totally, yeah, you guys are. Like, if we're feeling something, it's coming out. And you're going to tell the person you're mad at that you're mad at them and this is why. And then, you, you know, you go through whatever you're going to go through with them. And I just feel like it, it like, it sucks in the moment, you know, you're like, why are we yelling at each other? But then it just brings you so close because hmm. there's emotions laid out all the time. And I think my parents are like, they're the best. They're just the best. I, I can't explain it. They just really know how to raise kids and like keep them tight knit with them. And like my parents are super laid back. They never forced us into anything growing up. Um, they were always really supportive of whatever. Like my parents, um, my mom, she doesn't always... Well, she didn't agree with my decision of joining this band and touring because she knew I wasn't going to make money for a while. And, like, she just wants, you know, she wants what a mother wants and me to succeed. And, uh, like, the her generation's views of success is strictly about money, I think. Like, they measure success a lot by money. And like, a steady career or yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's what my parents did, and they are awesome at it. Like, they, they did it, and they're, they're killing it. But, um like they've always supported me. They always come to shows. They always help me out with money if I need it, which is often. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, parents. Thank you, parents. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It My, makes a lot of sense to yeah. me, actually. I've never heard you talk about it that way, but when, at least in my life, I can only speak from my experience, but when I'm honest about my mistakes or my shortcomings or my feelings with Lauren, per se, like yeah. my relationship, that it can hurt in the moment, but it will bring you closer afterward because yeah. it opens up the ability to trust. Yeah. You can count on that person yeah. to be honest instead of if you just hide stuff, like yeah. you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to keep a wall between you. So that makes sense. That's a, that's yeah. really cool to hear why your family's close. I've always admired the Mueller's for their openness and bluntness. Yeah. It's so funny. It, I'm you and your mom man, are so it's like wild. You guys sometimes. are so we have the same personality. You so do. We butt heads. It's so funny. But and then Kevin's just like, so bro. <laughs> dude, my Your dad, dad is so chill. My dad is a bro. He he's, he's got a big old beard on him now, right? Big beard. I'm like surprised. Chin pubes. Yeah, it's, we call it, him chubies here. It's like down past his nip naps now. <laughs> nip naps. Yeah, it's gonna get to his belly sack in yeah. no time. I don't know. That thing hangs pretty <laughs> low. Um, so if you could go back, if you had the time stone, let's say, let's say Dr. Oh, Dr. Shane gave I you wish the time stone. time stone, if you had the time stone and you could go back in time and talk to 13 year old Brady, what would you tell him? What would you guys chat about? <laughs> First of all, get a haircut, get a haircut, <laughs> cut the Bieber swoop the hell no, off. No, you were cute though. You had that boyish charm. 
Yeah, I, I looked like I was in a boy band. Um, I would tell him to practice drums. <laughs> like I did not practice ever. I would just think, oh, I'm good enough. You know, I can play in church, and that's it. And yeah. I can play type A stuff, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't push myself until I realized that being a touring drummer is all about growing and pushing yourself every single day. You got to be so consistent. And you have to be the tightest because that's what separates you from other drummers that aren't. I feel like what makes a good metal band separate from a great one is the drummer usually. Yeah. I feel like the rhythm section. I try to be as excellent and tight as possible, but I feel like a lot of it comes down to drums because it's so obvious. Yeah. You can hide mistakes under overdrive and distortion, but drums are there. Yeah. If you miss a snare, everyone hears. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the average listener might not hear that, but it's the most obvious. Yeah, for sure. But that's cool. You'd tell him to practice harder. Yeah, I would tell him to practice, and I would tell him to not go to college. Don't go to college. (laughs) And if you do go to college, go for just generals. Like, I went for a degree that I will never use, and I feel like I, I didn't waste time because I really did learn a lot, and I loved, like, I love school. Like, I was good at school. I really like the the routine of school. I'm just a really routine person, I feel like. And um but I just wouldn't have went. I would have just saved money and worked and just played drums. I wish I would have just focused on what I know I'm doing now as a career path. Yeah. You know? But I mean, you couldn't figure that out. Yeah, at exactly. The time, so it's just part but, of the journey. Luckily, you went to a pretty affordable school. And it was yeah. a two-year program, right? Very affordable. So at least you didn't go to a private Christian school for three and a half years. Yeah, and idiot. Ruin the rest of your life. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> no, I, I didn't ruin it. No, you had, you had a great time. I, I made... For $40,000. I'll continue to justify it by saying it. Yeah. Good friends and connections. Yeah. <laughs> but you did, honestly. And did. you wouldn't have picked up a camera Again, that's true, yeah. That's as, well, as passionately as you did. I feel like you'd always be a drawn to the I totally, the like, abandoned aspect, it after high school, though. Yeah. Until, like, my sophomore year of college. Yeah. Um, I feel like college pushed you to, like, pick up a camera. <laughs> but Okay, so one more, like, long question, I guess, and then yeah. some rapid fires. Oh, shoot. Sure. we're out of here. Rapid. So this one is, um, what's your, what would be your advice for, like, any young girl, young guy who wants to be in a band, like whether just a local band or a touring band, what what would you say to them? Because there's a lot of people dreaming to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we were all like that. Yeah, I guess if you have goals of making it a career, some advice for you is enjoy the little things, like the small shows, the intimate shows, the crap that you have to deal with, with like not getting paid or promoters being shady or whatever, you know, like whatever it is, like be present because it like, we've been in this band for four years and I feel like I've been in the band for a year and a half. Like it just zooms so right fast. by. Yeah. It was fun last night. Cause we played like a DIY style. Yeah, venue. It brought me back. It was felt like the first year, but there's people. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of people. It was, it was cool. And Mostly. they weren't there for us, but I yeah. mean, it was, they were there. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Like enjoying mm-hmm. even just, I've been trying on this tour. I've noticed the past few tours I've been spaced out and just like, okay, let's get to the show. Yeah. All right. Let's load in. Okay. Let's play. All right. Let's load out. Yeah. But this time I'm trying to like be like, Oh wow. This is a beautiful drive. Yeah. Pay attention to the drives. Cause you're traveling for free. Yeah. Most, that's like most of the, of the best time. parts is seeing 
earth a little bit more. Yeah. And you just be open to growing and be open to constructive criticism and just try to find yourself. You know, I feel like this band made me like it forced me to find out who is Brady Mueller, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was beautiful and it was great for me to be in this band. That's awesome. Yeah. So because we're kicking you out. Yeah, uh, this is actually my last tour. <laughs> this is so last tour, last show. Kidding. Actually, a I'm a flying home. <laughs> All right, but are you ready for some? Uh, yeah, hit me with them. Some rapid fires. I'm sweaty. Is that weird? No. All okay. right, number one, shrimp or beef? Beef. <laughs> <laughs> okay, crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Oh, bro, you gotta go. Freaking cream all day. Oh, I'm a crunch. I like the crunch, but Peyton's a crunch. Peter, I like the what cr- are you? I like the crunch, crunch, but I like to get the crunch from whole grain bread. Okay, so your crunch comes from the bread. Yeah. What if you do peanut butter and jelly? No bread. <laughs> All hands. Oh, or or like tortillas. <laughs> if I <laughs> peanut butter on one hand, jelly on the other. Just if I don't have whole grain bread, crunchy all the way. Okay. One hundred and ten percent. Okay, crunchy. so you can enjoy both. Yeah. Okay. Snow or shuns- sunshine. Sunshine. Sunshine or sn- or snow. Snow. <laughs> snow or sunshine. <laughs> um. Sunshine. Okay. Definitely. Beautiful. I'm from the Midwest. Okay. Would you rather get punched in the face or in the crotch? <laughs> the <laughs> One face. One punch and it's really hard. The face. The face? The face. My little my little dudes can't take All that. All right. Peter, would you rather get punched in the face or in the crotch? In the face. Okay. Peter would like to get punched in the face. Caden, let's hear it loud and proud. Face. Okay. So I would actually take crotch. You take crotch? I feel like crotch well, would anyway. heal faster. I don't just know. rub some dirt on it. I'd rather just look badass with like a big old shine. I I would look so weak. Like I got punched, you know. So yeah, you guys are wrong on that one. That's okay. Okay, that's fine. What's your favorite menu item from T Bell? You only get one. <gasps> My favorite. Can I flash it back though to price wise? Oh yeah, this is this is Time Stone included. Okay, Time Stone Any included. Era. Hands fucking down. <laughs> the eighty nine cent. Five layer, yeah, baby. Because if you the golden days, if you if you didn't enjoy the eighty nine cent five layer, then you don't even enjoy Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't even ha- need to have a conversation with I you. I had so many eighty nine cent beefy five. Oh, layers. I gained thousands of pounds. <laughs> if I would have, ha- if I wouldn't have my metabolism, I would be one thousand pounds. Okay, that's beautiful. Okay, yeah. beer or whiskey? Whiskey, really? Yeah. Okay, Jameson. Irish. Yeah, I like. Uh, frick, what is it called, Kevin? Kevin Johnson showed me a, uh, it's like Woodfront or North Woods. I don't remember what it's called, but it's Christian. Um, most <laughs> embarrassing moment. This is the last one. Most embarrassing moment. Oh, that's hard, dude. Yeah. That can't be a rapid fire. <laughs> that's a bad rapid fire Take your fire time. Question. This is a slow burner. Slow burn? Okay. It's a controlled fire. <sighs> don't call 911. <laughs> don't call them. Um, or what? any embarrassing moment, if you have An one. An embarrassing moment? Huh. I would say... <laughs> I rode a sheep. <laughs> There's a story. I in Madison County in, at the fair. At the fair, you were a sheep rider. I rode a sheep. Oh, and I didn't know that when you got to the end, you could get off. <laughs> so a poor sheep. This sheep, little sixty-five pound Brady, <laughs> is riding this sheep. You wrote it hard, and dude. I wrote it all the way to the end. Which most kids just fall off like oh, halfway. Yeah. I wrote it all the way to the end, <laughs> and then I just was hanging on so t- 
tight. And this this little sheep got like scared and didn't want to go in the gate. And they were telling me to get off, but I was so like adrenaline rush. I just remember like I was not letting go. The sheep went all the way around like another two times. And everyone was trying to grab the sheep and I didn't let go. And they were just You broke cheer- a record. They, yeah, they were cheering me on, but I was super embarrassed when my dad told me that I could have let go like right after we got to the end. Because it's like a four second thing. Yeah, and it was like, this went on for like, it felt like an eternity, but probably only five minutes. But still, five minutes <laughs> on the lot back of, sheep, of a right? sheep. That little bugger <laughs> was running too. Dude, that's so funny. That's so fun. Oh. But yeah, that's pretty. it was pretty embarrassing for me. I remember crying. Like <laughs> I went into the stands with my parents and I was just like, why did I do that? Why did you guys make me? I was so sad. Dude, but now you're like a legendary sheep rider. Yeah, I could I could whip a sheep into shape. Oh yeah, brother. Well, legendary sheep rider Brady Urban Mueller's, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on this Help Me Out Here podcast. Yeah. We appreciate it. I, I appreciate the the guest spot. Of course. It's always fun to not watch your podcast and then be guested on. <laughs> <laughs> Casual slam, no worries. Is there a Denny's nearby? There's gotta be a Denny's. We got a grand slam. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, let's have a good show tonight. Yeah. Let's have fun hanging with people. Love you, dude. And Wait, cheers. should we show them the handshake on for those that watch? Yeah, we should probably the show video. them. Peter, will you hold the microphones up to our hands? Zach so and I have done the same handshake for years, but Wait, we are we doing the new one or the old one? We're doing the new one because the old one is okay. So we'll show them both. We'll show them what we've done f- since we were fifteen, then we'll show them the new one that we just discovered on this tour. Mic us up, Peter. All right, you're covering it, Peter. Oh. So this is the old one, okay? Okay. And then this is the new one. <laughs> you totally didn't get. I didn't I get that in there. One more time. One more okay. time. Okay. <laughs> Woo! That's Congrats. our podcast. Cheers, everybody. Thanks, guys, for enjoying this podcast with us. Goodbye.